my favorite wrestlers are. Don't ask Fredo what his favorite wrestlers are. And you can call me Dr. Vandal Drummond, the new name given to me by my paisano, Dan Farron. And Dr. Vandal Drummond has something to say to the youth of America. If you're trying to get high on pharmaceuticals, especially Soma, don't do it. Throw them out. Flush them down. Just get rid of them. You do not need to get high on Soma. You need to get high on Sombra. La Sombra, the most bitchin' wrestler in CML today. CMLL, I should say. CML, if there was a CML, he would be the most bitchin' wrestler in that universe, too. He would be a lot. <laughs> not at all, totally. He's the holistic, psychedelic wrestler that has both a beautiful flying move and a beautiful technical finish too a flying finish a technical finish the technical finish i can only call the crotch wrench suplex it is beautiful it is sweet so don't do meth don't do pharmaceuticals do la sombra greetings that sounds kind of disturbing (laughs) i never thought of that do sombra do sombra please don't do sombra people Unless you're attracted to him. Yeah. Then you can do Sombra as often as he as approves. As he says yes, it's okay. Yes, remember. <laughs> as long as he approves. No, no. Yes. You know, that sounds exactly the same as we just talked about 30 minutes ago. It is. You know, 30 minutes ago, we're having a real sense of deja vu right now because 30 minutes ago, we were starting this very conversation. And Fredo just peeked at the recording device to make sure that is operative. And that's because the recording started... And we were about 30 minutes into our podcast when we saw... It wasn't recording. It wasn't recording. The chip was full. We had no idea that we committed so much work. All technical difficulties are Kurt Brown's fault. That's right. Email him. Not Vandal Drummond's. Email him at liger at AOL.com. Blame Kurt Brown, but never blame Vandal Drummond. Vandal Drummond does everything correctly. Kurt Brown is the one... reads instructions. When you hear a woman named Lucy saying, that blockhead Kurt Brown messed up again. (laughs) Now. Brings back bad memories. Bad memories, yes. Yes, of my Charlie Brown days. I'm shocked to find that at work when I talk to 20-somethings. They don't know, really. Seriously. I asked, did you? None. I asked several people, like, remember the old Charlie Brown Christmas specials? And they just say, no. <laughs> oh, God, that's sad. One of them didn't even know who Fleetwood Mac is. Oh, really? I see. That's that's just being not really learning. You know, nowadays yes. with the internet, you can learn about a bunch of different things. Exactly. I'm like, always finding some new... Beavis and Butthead are back. Yes, they have made their return. And are they better than ever, Fredo? They're pretty good. It was, it was actually... It was similar <coughs> to the last couple of years. When was the last show anyways? Like in mid-90s? I blank. Yeah. I remember, I remember when they first went on air because it blew my mind because before they were on TV, they were a regular feature at the Sick and Twisted Animation Festivals that showed very disturbing cartoons. Uh, they were always midnight shows at movie theaters, and Beavis and Butthead was always the star attraction. You realize we could actually do like another two hours <laughs> just because we just did like 30, min- 30 minutes where we, did- we talk about wrestling. Easily. And then now we're talking about Beavis and Butthead. That's true. With the exception of La Sombra, we have not said word one about Lucha Libre, I believe, have we? No, we haven't. So, but, you know, Beavis and Butthead pretty much leads to that, considering there hasn't been a Beavis and Butthead luchador. Actually, I, I'm curious if there has been. Um, It wouldn't shock me, because they've had the US. every cartoonish trend 
it seems Lucha Libre picks up on, from the Ninja Turtles to Pokemon. Yeah, Thundercats, who we were just watching right now. Yes. And ladies and gentlemen, you can hear yard work being doing outside the Lucha World it's, Studios. It's oh, great, you should play <clears throat> it. We're going to take a pause, because the lawnmower is making music out front. That vicious rat bastard. Goddamn, I'm pissed. And that's not a knock on Super Raton. That is a knock on Vicious Rat Bastard. Saturday was probably a bad day to do this. Oh, boy. (laughs) We will return in just a moment. What were we talking about? We have returned. And the yard work is done. The landscaping outside the Lucha World Studios looks magnificent. It's a nice, warm, sunny day. And the only sound is the sound outside of somebody shoveling something. I think it might be a grave. It's the Undertaker. <laughs> you know, that's the bad thing about living in L.A. and mm-hmm. doing podcasts. There's so much other things you could do on a Saturday. This is true. This is true. But I what think, can be more bitching than doing a podcast? Yeah, I think that's the only problem. You know, I mean, it's great, but this you is know true. What I mean. Yep, yep. I you, think people understand. You don't have a bona fide studio that yeah. can keep outside noises. There's people outside all the time. Away. Or they start gardening. Very true. Very true. Well, we got to keep the neighborhoods looking nice. Well, we got to nice. talk about AAA and CML being preempted by the Pan Am games, but we probably won't delve into it because we just talked about it. We did <laughs> just talk about it, but no, I, I am starving for some good action because as people who have been listening to this podcast know, I am just I am enjoying CMLL so much this year. Even though they're doing some terrible booking, the wrestlers are really good. The and, then, and as I said earlier, in like the thirty minutes that are missing, <laughs> that you could watch all this stuff on YouTube nowadays. So it's not really that you're not missing it as much. Yeah, you have to search for it. Yeah, and you mentioned I know you you can't mention a whole bunch of sites that you can find on YouTube, but you mentioned two YouTube users that supply yeah. a lot of good CMLL. I can't mention them this time around. Oh, Fredo. <laughs> For the love of Krishna. Um, Warriors X 2000 and... Well, actually, the Cubs fan. He has a YouTube page. He actually has a lot of the stuff on there, too. Yeah. He's, like, the main guy, too. Now, as much as I can get a little kick watching some AAA, I, I swear, I still feel like I'm seeing the same show over and over again. Oh, yeah. it's That's... Well, like, like we were... Like, I was telling you how... Now you have an excuse not to watch it. <laughs> it's online. Online. And it's really hard for like guys who were born before the internet era or who weren't really into it like at the very get-go mm-hmm. to really start watching on you know, their computer. It's an adjustment reason. for me. I'll, I'll confess. Yeah. I, I still go to Although my now, TV and look for with stuff. Those, with like those, what are those, like those tablets and everything? The iPads? Yeah, the iPads, tablets, Kindle, Kindle Fire. You can watch that stuff on, on your on your app and just lay back in your bed Man, and watch it. This age is so sci fi. I, I, I know at work uh the gal next to me, while she was working away uh she had an iPad. She was watching Breaking Bad. Oh wow, wow. Yeah. What, on an iPad? Uh, an iPhone. An iPhone. A little iPhone. She had it propped up and I thought it What episode was she watching? I don't know what episode she was watching. All I remember you didn't was ask her, you didn't go I remember her. seeing uh Walt, Hank and the Sun at poolside like it seems they always oh, are in every episode so it must have been season one then. probably because she she just got long. turned on to it oh jeez but I, I thought you should spoil it for her you say, did you get to the part where the twins <laughs> <laughs> what twins Tuco Tuc- uh, cool? <laughs> she, she actually asked me asked me for some info on an upcoming episode and I said it's too good to spoil yeah it's 
Okay. That's how women are, man. They always want you to spoil the stuff, then they get upset about it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Triple H. to any women listening to this. Show. Exactly. But you know what I'm talking about. And you can be upset at us yeah. if you like. We will not be angry at you. Yeah. Now, the Triple A Harris Immortality Show, and I know I'm butchering that name every time I say it. Yeah. Um, and and we're you could just say it in English. Immortal Heroes. Immortal Heroes Show, which featured Sting versus Macias. And here it comes again. Here it comes again. You know, let's just ignore that <laughs> no, bastard it's... in the background. <laughs> I swear. How did this sound, ladies and gentlemen? Let me go. Let me go check. Fredo is going to see uh, what the gardener is up to. I think the gardener is purposely turning on the lawnmower just to no, it's ruin the, it's the, the podcast. Blow. It's the air blower. Oh, it's, it's the leaf blower. Yeah, the leaf blower. Well, that's fine. We could do it. Okay, yeah. We'll find out later. Things to do next Lucha World podcast. Things not to do next Lucha World podcast. Do not do it on a Saturday Saturday afternoon. afternoon. (laughs) Not at all. Well, you know, if we're having a noise butchering the show in the background, why don't we just. It's not as bad as talk (laughs) show. Yeah. (laughs) Our block talk radio. Come on. You still hear us clearer. Yeah. And speaking with things that are butchered, we might as well talk about that Sting and Macias match. So if you hear a butchering sound in the background, it's appropriate. Sting and Macias. Hopefully it starts while I while the yeah and drowns us out. What <laughs> drowns was, it out so nobody hears what I said. You saw clips of Sting's versus Macias. I, I mean, it's real. It wasn't that good, you know. Sting can't do a lot now, so it's you kind of. It basically was just a draw. Yes. Everybody runs in, and that's basically the whole match. And they team up. I guess they want to get Sting to team up with Macias again in Mexico. From what I read, I heard the crowd was not that into it. The show, I mean, it just seemed like your typical AAA show. And, you know, it didn't even feel that way because it had TNA. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the opening match was a glow-in-the-dark match. Which, I mean, I still don't get how people... They're, like, I know Lucha Valvoom is doing a glow-in-the-dark match, too, which I'm sure is great for them. And it's probably a great blo- a live event thing. Mm-hmm. But on TV, it's such a shitty thing to do. I mean... There are a lot of things that work for a live audience that don't work on TV. You know what would be cool, though? Volador Jr., like, wrestling in a glow-in-the-dark outfit? Because he has glow-in-the-dark outfits. That wouldn't be too Tron, shabby. He has a Tron outfit. That's cool. So that would actually be pretty cool. But, I mean, it's really... It wasn't that good of a show. I mean, it wasn't as good as... I mean, I don't know. Triple A's... That show... The show before that wasn't that bad. Yeah. Well, and I do actually have to search for some episodes on the internet so I can affirm what my belief is is that probably not has not much has changed there no no there was a period of time like the first part of the year it was pretty good then it kind of just started as soon as they lost tv here it kind of seemed like it kind of got a little bad mm-hmm. but it's basically they they go back and forth every couple of i don't know every couple of shows well very likely they have that same <clears throat> problem that a lot of promotions do you have too many cooks spoiling the broth oh, yeah they have a lot of main event guys though Mm-hmm. Like compared to CMLL, CML has a lot of talent, but like their main event guys aren't really like established big time main event mm-hmm. guys. Now CM AAA is like Perros, Paraguayo, Doctor Wagner, Messias, mm-hmm. La Parca, Ali Park. Well, one of the things I do like about Octagon, C- Octagon too. <laughs> He's back. To- oh, Octagon! Oh. That was the big angle. Octagon, Octagon, and La Parca are now heels. I heard about Laparca's teal turn. I did yeah. not hear about Octagon. They both heel jumped. Turn. They both attacked Doctor Wagner at the same time. That'll be interesting. Yeah, but I mean, I was watching the show before that, the ten three show from Leon, mm-hmm. and um, 
Octagon cut a promo, and I, you've heard Octagon talk, right? Yes. He doesn't sound like a very interesting guy to hear on. It's like, come on, seriously. <laughs> not a candidate for best on interviews. Yeah, it's really... That show was actually not that bad. Now, Octagon must be 50, 51 now, Probably. somewhere around there. Yeah, he's... He was like... Was there any clue to how he looks in the ring or oh, anything? Have you, have you seen him recently? No. No? That's one of the matches you skip? <laughs> uh, those Octagon matches are skippable? Yeah, of all those... Of all the matches they have not showed on Galavision... Those are the ones you missed. Those are the ones I missed the most. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the, he's... Yeah, he's bad. I mean, he's been bad, like, the last ten years, so... <laughs> oh, that's a shame. He hasn't been good in a long time. Yeah, he he really has been bad. I can't even remember the point where he got really bad. Now, do we know how much of that are uh, accumulated injuries or accumulation of substance abuse? Probably a little of everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, CMLL, like I've said before, despite some stupid booking, which is the only way I can put it, I'm just enjoying the wrestlers. Uh, and something you're saying, a lot of the established stars are in AAA. But I actually do think one of the things that CMLL is doing well is I think they're building up some you know yeah the new guys, stars they're giving, they're giving more well they have so much TV that they give more guys more more opportunities yes whereas in the past it was always like one hour or two they were limited to what they were going to show so it's always like the main guys the main mm-hmm. event guys and you would get clips of everybody else so now you get everybody but you know there's also that negative where the the really okay guys. They, they kind of have too much footage of them. Gotcha. Or, so it's like, eh, you know. But no, it's really, that's a good point. But I mean, you rarely get a bad match in, in CMLL nowadays. It's, it's very just, true. The booking is really bad. And then half the time, it's like, you want something to come to a conclusion, and it just keeps on going, and it keeps on going, and mm-hmm. it yeah. brands. And there's no, there's no, like, finish to anything. Which I think is a problem a lot of promotions do these days, not just in Mexico. But oh, no. They, 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 are, they seem almost scared to end, uh, end a program, to end a storyline, well, to well, move on. Well, look at on. WWE with, like, John Cena. He's mm-hmm. always, he always has to be the main event guy. Like, there, it doesn't matter who it is. He's, he's always the champion or challenger. And they're scared to plan ahead. It's like they, they'll make a plan to make a change in storyline or a change to, you know, push somebody elevate another star and yeah. then they panic and say oh we can't do it right now i mean the recent talk of bobby rude you know, <laughs> tna now yeah and tna, TNA. yeah let's not stray let's too much then no, that's the only thing i'll say about well, tna about tna because tna and triple a are involved that's true that's so true but i know i don't want to talk too much but just the, you know, how they plan to have him get the belt they they you know did video packages before yeah. he got the uh, belt from kurt angle and then they decide oh no we can't do it tonight it's they, just they, they're they're trying to fool the fans Mm-hmm. They're they're being they're the they're bigger marks to what they're doing than the fans are marks marks for themselves. Yeah, so so instead of like doing something that makes sense, I mean, who does a title change? Instead of not doing it on pay per view, they do it on on free TV. So basically, right. you're telling your people don't bother buying the pay per view. Yeah, the <laughs> so, good yeah, it's, you're you're, you're exactly bother. right. The good stuff is going to be on, on free TV, TV, so don't. Of course, we didn't watch it. <laughs> of course not. Of course not. Um, what but CMLL. Yeah, even if their booking was even decent, they would be like the best promotion around right now. Well, they have so much talent right they now. They do. Well, like I said earlier, Sombra is the guy I'm really high on right now. Uh, and I really dig the old, old, old school simple gimmicks like La Mascara, La Sombra. I mean, they're simple names that would have 
you think would have been used in the Delta. 50s? Delta. Delta. <laughs> Will Delta ever have a partner, Airlines. a valet? I think it'd be awesome. You know what's, what's, gonna, what's coming? It's going to be sponsored by Airline, the Delta Airlines. I love that idea. <laughs> and he'll team with Metro. Yeah, Metro. I well, love Metro's it. already a sponsor. I know. That's why yeah. it would be so perfect, yeah. you know? And then if they could just get Gato ever ready in the... Well, I can't. They'd have a whole... I know. A, that's a triple I know. And he's Drago now, so... I can dream... <laughs> Dragon? Drago. <laughs> From Gato Ever Ready to Dragon. Oh. Drago. Drago? Drago. Oh, please. It's awesome, though. The look is awesome. Though. Yeah, but Gato Ever Ready we is the coolest. We did get a cool photo of it, a cool drawing out of it. Okay, I'll give them that. You could, could, I did get a good drawing. <laughs> but <laughs> no, I, I, I really, I really, uh, one, I dig Sombra, like I said yeah. at the beginning of the show. I love how he has both a finishing move for a flyer and a fish, finishing <laughs> move for a technical wrestler. He does that beautiful uh, moonsault where he lands on his feet and then immediately does a backflip onto his opponent. Yeah. And then he does... Now, you told me the suplex move he does is called Briante... Driver. Briante Driver. I still say that crotch wrench suplex is way cooler. We should say everything we just meant, we said earlier. Yes. <laughs> well, I think that's kind of the aim at this point. Oh. It's getting, it's sounding like a slam and stand podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, anyways, um, so as I said, Sombra's my guy. Your favorite right now is Sting. My oh. favorite wrestler is still Sting. Oh, dear. He still is my favorite. My what favorite it? is Sting and Strongman. What? Now, Strongman, I, we both agree on. No, I hate Strongman. No, you love Strongman. Well, you put it very aptly when you said, as long as he doesn't stick around CMLL for any get long-given periods. I thought we were going to bring this up. It was in the, no, in the race portion. It's it's excellent You material. already threatened that I was going to get carried around by strongman at WrestleMania. <laughs> That's right. What we talked about on the uh, on the recording that got botched, we were talking about how awesome John Strongman is, but how he is like the Andre the Giant or the Haystack Calhoun of the 21st century. The only difference is nature didn't do this to him did not make him a giant or make him a little heavy set uh no this is something he did by his own device he is a freak of nature not a freak of nature what did i just say a freak of his own device <laughs> and he's great to come into town and just uh i mean i love the way he just chops somebody a couple of times and then roars like a lion yeah and it looks like it's kind of a little difficult for him to get around sometimes, but he, he is tries. so awesome. I mean, he tries. He does. A, he did a plan. He does planches sometimes. So mm-hmm. I mean, he does try. But I think it's really good that they have that relationship with New Japan, so he could go to New Japan for a while. People in CMLL don't have to see him all the time. Exactly. He when he leaves, it's just about the time when people unless saying you're, unless you're like a really really diehard wrestling fan. And you're going to watch everything, and then you're going to guess, oh, he's in New Japan now. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, th- I think that's the perfect way to book him, is you keep him for a while, then yeah. say, hey, your act's starting to get a little stale. Come back later this next year, just when people start to miss you a bit. People like me, like Vandal Drummond. What else? Well, oh, else is about the WWE tryouts. WWE tryouts in Mexico, and of course we're keeping mum on the names who tried out. No, I, I know everybody. I can name everybody now. Behave yourself, Fredo. Behave yourself. There were a total of 
27,000 <laughs> luchadors in line. <laughs> now, the reason that people aren't letting the names get well, out. Well, the names, the gimmick names are like everybody, like I think everybody already knows. Oh, do they really? Yes. I was not aware of you that. You didn't know that? I think I told you. Well, that. I heard a lot of people know it, but they're not really making it public. because no, they've, they've made it public. Have they? Yeah, yeah. There's a bunch of guys. There's a bunch of independent guys and a bunch of CMLL guys. Now, I guess the big the fear... The CMLL guys were. <laughs> <laughs> well, but that was the big fear, is the CMLL guys were th- well, threatened see, with by CMLL no, with losing no, their gigs. No. That's just an assumption. Okay. That was from the last time. That was from the last time. This time, they didn't really say anything. That's mm. just that's just people as, r- reminding everybody about the story and not realizing that it hasn't been brought up because they're uh. still wrestling. I mean, they're still going to do stuff. You know, they, you know how wrestling, you know how wrestling is. Like, if you're if you're a popular guy, they're not going to put they're not going to mm-hmm. do anything to you. But if you're a young guy who tried out, you might get screwed up. Yeah, you might get chewed out, chewed out by your boss or something, or you don't get booked. More or less, they're just not going to book you. Yeah, you will be the one. In WWE, who will get busted for using human growth hormone and steroids, but not the top stars. Yeah. No way, daddy-o. <laughs> WWE no way. does it, too, so it's not... Yeah. Yeah, but the CML guys were basically your same. Averno, La Sombra, mm-hmm. Volador Jr., Magnus, were the names that were mentioned. I think there was another guy. Hijo de Fantasma. The same guys. It's basically the same guy, except Magnus. Magnus, most people probably know that he's related to Mystico, Sankara. Mm-hmm. So he pretty much got it. He's He got the tryout through that, more or less. Is there any... And Durango Kid was there. You saw him on Raw, right? Did I, did not Raw? Su- I did not oh watch Raw. Oh my god, Raw. I was going to be like, hey, that guy saved Kurt Brown one time. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's right. That's where people don't know. That's where people aren't talking about. When I told you that people aren't talking about stuff, mm-hmm. they're not telling you who those guys with Durango Kid are. The really? security guards, because those guys were wrestlers too. Oh. But I can't name who they were. And those wrestlers were the ones who could be yeah. jeopardizing their jobs. Yeah, but if they those, were guys, those guys aren't really that worried about it. I think mm-hmm. they're, they're looking to leave at some point anyways. But, um, and then the independent guys were Bestia, 666, mm-hmm. Hijo de Ali Park, Zumbi, um, Heidi Carabu or something like that. <laughs> Heidi Carabu. Cruella DeVille. Heidi Carabu. It's a French guy. Heidi, Heidi Carabu, I think. Heidi Carabu. Is there any word? Carabu. Carabu. Carusu? I remember and, uh, Caruso. Caruso. Yeah. Remember Dave Caruso? <laughs> was it? Yes. That's the, isn't that that guy from... David um, Caruso from NYPD yeah. Blue, who is the king of whatever <laughs> happened to. Dave, yeah, well, he's in CSI Miami now, isn't he? He's still old news. But, I mean, um, he there wasn't there a famous jobber named Dave Caruso? No, I just remember... 80s? I remember there being a, jo- a Japanese Caruso. wrestler, Caruso, who used to work for FMW and used to... Yeah, Caruso. Masanobu Caruso. Used to injure the rookies. Yeah, Masanobu Caruso. Real dick. Yeah. I think I remember that guy. He was like a bald guy? Yeah, he'd, yeah, he'd kick the guys full force in the head. You know how I learned def- all those names? Watching New Japan classics over and over and <laughs> over because they air the same freaking match all the time. <laughs> and nobody, everybody online puts question marks in those names. Mm. <laughs> so I feel, I, feel con- I feel compelled to learn everybody's name. So now it's like Masanobu Caruso is like one of those names that I know. No, that that's awesome that you do that be- spell it because that, that way knows. we're not pulling a, a Gordon Soli who was masterful in many ways but kept calling every Japanese wrestler Tatsumi Fujinami. You know the funny thing about the tryouts, um, Zumbi, mm-hmm. he went on his own to that. Really? <laughs> yes. He's, a, he's like a Brazilian wrestler, a masked guy. I think he's 
He's still green though. He's not. He's not. Really. When you say Brazilian wrestler, he, he's a Brazilian guy who's wrestling in. Okay. I don't know what exactly. I think his roots are Brazilian. Mm-hmm. Is there any word on oh, WWE? Wait, wait, hold on. Ejo the Doctor Wagner. It was also at the tryout. Very cool. Yeah. Is there any word on? Is WWE just wanting one or two token luchadores? Well, or? See, here's, here's the thing: like people, because they said one guy, one blog said that the majority of the guys were said they were good, they were okay with. Mm-hmm. But just because they said that doesn't mean they're going to bring everybody in. Yes. So I assume like the most obvious thing is like just watching the show. You have to learn. You have to speak English, basically. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what's going to keep that Unico guy on the show. He's still on there. Yes. So I think Hijo Fantasma is probably the one that has the biggest chance of... He's been the the one that everybody's been saying is going to make it at some point. And he was the one that... I think it was you who were telling me. uh, Of the guys in CMLL, he's the one who's been somewhat held back. Yeah, yeah, he's he's the one that actually has been held back. There's been a couple guys, like the really young guys and him. But I think him, it's more like they already know he's going to leave. Or he's looking to leave. So they're not investing Yeah, so they're not in investing any time in him. Mm-hmm. Whereas Sombra and, Vol- and Volador, guys like that, I mean, those guys are just like, those guys are just like already headline guys. Mm-hmm. They have their time spent in CMLL. I hope, I don't, I, I hope they don't all leave. I mean, I, I think it's kind of one of those things where you kind of hope they do because you want them to make more money. <laughs> oh, yeah. But at the same time, you kind of don't want them to leave because you know WWE just kills... I mean, how many guys have they gone through where they just don't even wrestle or anything? Well, they are the exact opposite of what Vince McMahon Sr. did, where Vince McMahon Sr., he he made his plans a year ahead of time. Yeah. If I mean, there's the famous story when Superstar Graham was WWF champion. He, I think you added an extra W. I did, I did. You added a fourth W. I am trying to be historically correct. <laughs> no, I think you're going even further. Oh, okay. You added a fourth one. Okay, then I'm just going to say WWWWWFA. Okay, okay. What were you saying? When Superstar Graham won the title, Vince Sr. already had the date nearly ahead of time. Of who was going to be the next. Of who's going to be. He knew it was going to be Backlund, and he knew it was. What was the fascination behind Backlund? Just because he was an amateur wrestler? Yeah, boy next door. Uh, all, well, that's the kind of thing I sold back then. Yeah, and it worked. I mean, a lot of people. I remember smart fans back then. I don't know how many would admit it today. They hated Backlund. Smart fans could not stand him, but he drew, and the masses loved him. Yeah. But Vince Senior, you know, planned things far ahead of time, and he stuck with the plans. A lot of people criticize him for not keeping the belt on Superstar Graham longer. Uh, but obviously, the change to Backlund didn't hurt him at all. And it's just the opposite, where, you know, WWE, TNA, they make these plans and then they just scrap them. It's like they panic every week. Well, the Sin Cara mask match. I mean, yes. they just went through that. They just went through that, like, in two weeks. That's something less we. Than, in less fact, than two weeks. Actually, just the one week that they. Because they, I don't think they mentioned it on any other show until they mentioned it, like, on Raw or something. In fact, yeah, even though that's almost old news now, that's something we really should talk about because that. Just uh, watching SmackDown, there was this feeling of frustration in, in me, even though I should know better. There was a good match and was getting good crowd heat. I mean, the crowd was enjoying it. But it was treated as such a trivial, trivial event, even if they had a three-week build-up. Especially in Mexico, because everybody knew that story about incogni- incognito, unico. Exactly. Was before that. 
I mean, they could have done a lot to build that just in in in, in Mexico. Yeah, and there was not even a hint. There was not even a hint of that mask versus mask aura. I mean, that whole atmosphere of a mask versus mask match, even if it's between two wrestlers who aren't that hot, people dig it. Yeah, and you can tell that while the people were enjoying it, that you know they just showed up to see WWE. They were not. Uh, they were not anticipating Mascara contra Mascara. Can you imagine how heated it would have been if they even gave yeah. it a smidgen of a buildup? But it's WWE. They don't really yep. care about that sort of thing. It's like they don't... That's why Raw... That's why SmackDown kind of is so behind Raw. They make it look like Bush League, like the second... It's not even like they're... Like, before, remember, they used to run two, two different touring groups. Mm-hmm. And you always knew that the other one was pretty good also. Because they had, like, the other guy, like, Randy Savage would be the headliner on one side. Hulk Hogan on the other side, the other touring group. And nowadays, like, SmackDown, nobody really wants to go see SmackDown. Like, <laughs> like we'll just wait for... And it's it. like if you were a track yeah. star if you were a track star and said, hey, look how beautiful my right foot is, and then, yeah. you, then you take a sledgehammer and pound your left foot into oblivion, yeah, but my like, left foot sucks. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's just one of those things where it's like, for some reason, they're just not really... Yeah. They don't care about it as much as they used to. Yeah, we, it's we true. Could, we could complain about this further. At I know, and I actually, I actually feel, I actually feel silly for even bringing it up, bringing it up. <laughs> but it, I just had to because it, you, you can't. Even though I should know better, WWE is just going to do this, and usually they're scrapped plans. And you know, but it seems more now. Like before, it wasn't. Like I remember. Like I, I've never been a big WWE. Like. I talked to about how everybody here in LA is more of a WWE fan. Yes, didn't grow up with Mid South, world class, mm-hmm. a lot of that other stuff, and like how I grew up with all that stuff. And it's like, it's like WWF even back then wasn't as as like nowadays. It's like everything's just like yeah, let's just do it, let's scrap it, or let's not do it. Or yeah, anything. it's panic button yeah. booking. You know, or they writers. they have they have some reason that is probably totally illogical of why they can't give so-and-so a push this week, why they have to pull the plug on somebody else's push. It's very silly, but it's just the way it is. Did you hear um, Rob Naylor got a job out of it? What? His son. I think he was already... I think he already was going to get a job mm-hmm. with WWE. No, tell me about this. He's 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 already been called up to um, FCW to announce. He used to oh. announce for um, Dragon Gate and all these other indie shows. Mm. So the CM Punk reference wasn't just out of... <laughs> he's a that, smart man. That was pretty cool. I mean, that's great. No, that's awesome. He's a really nice guy too. So that's cool. He's gonna Power be to missed. Him. He's gonna be missed from the podcast world, though. <laughs> I think. I think there between you and Dylan, there's enough um, energy out there. <laughs> you and Dylan have to. Carry oh, the, totally. Have to carry the energetic. Um, he is the man, crazy, Dylan. Totally crazy um, podcasting guys. I I I have to say. Have you ever heard Rob Naylor's pod on, on a podcast? No, I'm guilty. Yeah. I'm guilty I haven't. Uh, I've heard everybody rave about it. Yeah. And I heard nothing but great things about that yeah, guy. Like, you, you could ask, tell him, have you ever seen a, some, like, I think you would have done, a, he would have been amazed at some of the stuff you were talking, you would talk about, just because he's really, like, he's really excited about everything. Oh, that's like, so he cool. he could do a podcast about Samoans <laughs> and be excited <laughs> about it. <laughs> okay very no well very no power to him power to him that is great well i tell you what we're just going to take a quick break and the reason we're taking this quick break is because we have the ability to <laughs> so we will be back in just a moment just don't ask me about the reality tv show 
Fredo just asked that we don't ask him about the reality TV show. <laughs> so you know what that means, ladies and gentlemen? He just asked me that unaware that we were already recording. <laughs> I did it on purpose. Uh, yeah, that's good, Fredo. Right. I believe you. I swear. I believe you. Because I haven't watched it. <laughs> Everybody else has watched it. I watched the Triple H. Okay. Then what I will bring up is I will uh, – What did bring... you want to know about it? Did you want to know something about it? Was that what you wanted? Just the whole concept of it. <laughs> okay then. Oh well, what it is is basically they're, they're following four wrestlers: Magnus, Shocker, Ray Bucanero, Felino. And I think they're just like recording what they do. I don't know. I think there's something behind it. I'm not really sure. But there's like. Well, those four wrestlers actually sound like great potential for I've reality heard, I've shows. Heard they, like I know a Cubs fan wrote some a really long recap of it, but it's like I really haven't had time to watch it. Okay. Well, that's something we'll have to touch base on in the yeah. future cuz that that especially not, those four really, wrestlers. I really burned out on reality television now, so now I'm watching more, you know, dramas yeah. and stuff. But so. we are talking Felino. Yeah. You know. I mean, I, I think oh, but, you know, the one thing I do know is that they have fake Twitter accounts for each of those guys. <laughs> so they have a that's Felino awesome. account, they have a Ray Bucanero account. I don't know they have Magnus. I think Magnus is keeping his his own and they have a Shocker account. And Shocker has his own account yeah. to go with it. And Shocker, how can you? How can a reality series go bad with, with Shocker involved? Yeah. Shocker is the only wrestler who... It's on YouTube if you want to watch it. Okay, Shocker is the only wrestler who I really don't have that much desire to see wrestle, but I love seeing him he in was every so great. other... I gotta say, he was really good, like... Up until like 2004, he can still go like yeah. every once in a while. But he's so good in non wrestling roles during the the uh, the, the tournament strong man or the strongman introduction. Yes, what was this thing where he go where he he does a pitch in Spanish and then he goes take it away, John. Take it away, John. <laughs> and his role as the second for the rookie wrestlers in uh, the tournament, yeah. he is where so he was, he was in a suit with a lollipop. Yes! And a clipboard. <laughs> that was so awesome. He doesn't even have to speak. That guy has so much charisma just standing at ringside. He could that steal the, the show. That was one of the good things CMLL did this year. The I bo- agree. I agree. That, yeah, you know what? I shouldn't just totally trash their booking. They've done some really stupid booking, but they've actually done two really cool tournaments that were fun to watch. They've done the lightning matches, yeah. the 10-minute time limit matches, and though... The singles matches, 10-minute time limit, and they get over with the audience. Yeah. And it depends on the guys, too. Some of them have been really good. Mm-hmm. Actually, most of them have been really good. But yeah. usually you don't, you don't expect it. Like, some promotions can actually, like, fuck yeah. that up. I mean... It's true. Well, T- and TNA can have a two-minute match and somehow <laughs> screw up a two-minute match. And to book a tournament that gets over, you know, there's a lot of things I love about Lucha Libre. Lots of things. But almost every tournament I've seen... Sucks. Sucks. They do tournaments terribly. Traditionally, too. I mean, I remember when uh, we used to go to Tijuana on a Friday night. We'd never, you know, look beforehand what the card was. We'd say, hey, let's just go to Lucha in Tijuana. And we'd be crestfallen every time we saw it was like a tournament. Oh, but CMLL booked not one, but two good tournaments this year. And, uh, you know, the lightning matches are really cool. I, the only, Their terrible booking is really terrible. This year's anniversary show, it's like they were trying to see Purposely. who... Yeah. How, how, low, how rock bottom they could go. Yeah, I yeah. Think, you know, that might have been what they were trying to do. They wanted to see just how... how What would happen if they actually booked the absolute worst anniversary match? 
Yes. Just to see how rock bottom, and maybe now they know, hey, <laughs> we got like whatever amount of people now. Yeah, and I, 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 I could, I could picture like, uh, you know, Ponico uh, betting somebody money. I can book a worse show than you yeah. can. Although I guess is he still? Yeah, he's still. Is. He's still in the booker he's still seat. In the, him and um, Jose Luis Feliciano. Mm-hmm. Who just sounds like a that sounds like a cool name like Jose Luis Feliz. It's a cool name. Well, I remember seeing him in the Lucha Libre mags in the seventies and tripping out because that was the part time sings. Did you know that? <laughs> <laughs> part time singer. That's just what I was going to say yeah. when I was a kid. I would say like, "Hey, he has the same name as name as that folk singer." Yeah, you know? the folk singer. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who did that cover of "Come on, baby, light my fire." <laughs> Oh, classic lucha! I love it. And I love that there was a luchador in the '70s named Franco Colombo. Yeah, that was awesome. That was really cool. Um, yeah. So, what, you know, while I've spent so much time uh, trashing CMLL booking, I want to say they have done some pretty cool things at the same time. Yeah. Uh, now on to the indie news. The indie news. What is the biggest? Actually, we're going to talk about Marcella winning. Actually, we don't have to. <laughs> Let, let, let's touch on Marcella. She, she finally beat um, Emma Pola. After 20-something matches. After 30,000 <laughs> singles. <laughs> That's basically been their big singles match mm-hmm. between the women. Usually them and Lady Apache is usually involved. Yes. When she's not pregnant, <laughs> which is not often. She's a good-looking woman. I mean, She's beautiful. Can't really blame the guys she's with. She's, she's still with Electroshock. I have no idea. She's she, married. She's probably married more wrestlers than any other woman more in the business. Ugly man than any other woman in the world, I think. Oh wow! Grand Apache, uh, Brasso, Oro. Yes. I mean, seriously, where does she? She she could do better. <laughs> <She's> like, <laughs> oh, you know what I was going to tell you? They, um, I was reading um, the Lucha blog, and he was uh, Cubs fan was mentioning um, Rastalona, their their thirty mm-hmm. minute show. Yes, and Mima Shimoda. I don't know if you knew this, but every single show she gets asked if she's still looking for a, a boyfriend, mm-hmm. a, Mexican, a Mexican boyfriend. And she said yes. And she's like, and she told them to email the, the company, the, 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 the whatever email they use for that show. And she then tells, um, that there's two Japanese women coming in also, Ray and um, Ayumi. She like that. She tells them they should join in also. Uh-huh. And I was like, I was gonna write, <laughs> I was gonna write on one blog. Hey, who wants a triple date? <laughs> but then I thought, no, I better not do that. <laughs> people take me too seriously sometimes. That's funny. That's the Mexicans, cool. The Mexicans take me a little too seriously. Mm, never take yourself yeah. too seriously. That's yeah. my rule. Is... You gotta take everything. Take a little a joke. Exactly. Well, anyways, uh, Marcella finally beat her after like thirty thousand attempts. Last, I think it was this past Friday. I think it might have been. Any word how it got over once she won? Was well, they're really good matches. They're really cool. good. So it's not, I mean, the build up of the story. If the build up, I mean, the build up's been going <laughs> for yeah. two years. But did it pay off? Like when she finally went over, did the fans I pop? I don't know. I haven't seen that. Okay, but I mean, I would imagine they did because <laughs> I mean, she's. I mean, that's basically something that's been brought up how many times mm-hmm. she's not beaten. Now speaking, when you, we spoke about Lady Apache. All the ugly. Well, no, I'm thinking of all the the women that I always oh, thought were really attractive. I thought about... Uh, let's do a top ten best-looking... Best-looking women, but I always dug... <laughs> let's perv out. Let's just scare Yeah, let's both. perv out. Let's totally perv out. No, the one that I always dug was Serenita. Yeah. Is she still around in any shape? I don't think so. I don't think so. She might be. Actually, she might be. She oh. might be under a mask or something. I just dug her strong legs. 
Oh, man. Oh, God. This, oh, man. This is getting creepy. It is, but I, I have no shame in saying oh, that. Oh, Kurt, this is getting creepy. Oh, man. I knew I shouldn't have mentioned this. Hey, when she was a star, that was when I was at uh, Gil's gym all the time working out, and all the other guys said, she looks so strong. <laughs> and they all said it with the same perverted pleasure I did. Remember, this is Kurt Brown. Mm. This is Kurt Brown. This is Vandal Drummond. Vandal Drummond is a total perv. Uh, Kurt Brown is Kurt a Brown gentleman. Perv. Yes. Vandal Drummond is the perv. Yes. Vandal Drummond is a perv. I'll look her. I'll look And he's a cult leader, too, as Dan Farron has dubbed me. I am from Laguna Beach. I am Dr. Vandal Drummond. We should mention we did see a good match a couple weeks ago at that, um... At the New Hall uh, American Legion. That was a cute little place to run a show. Which I'm surprised they haven't really even bothered posting it online or anything. Are we talking about the famous B-match? Yeah, the famous B-boy match. I mean... When when you have little kids, who did you ask me about again? The girl, Serenita. Serenita. Okay, keep going. Okay, well, Fredo's looking it up while we're talking. Famous Famous B, I think, is uh, one of my favorite of the local boys yeah. these days. And he works lucha too, so that's very cool. And he seems like a guy who can do some beautiful moves, but he's not just trying to give you a spot fest. He's somebody who you know gives a good quality match. Doesn't feel like he has to break the record of suicide dives, as is often the case in many indie wrestling shows these days. Um, seems like a pretty down to earth guy, and I think Fredo has pulled up yeah, a picture of Serenita. Oh, I adored her. She was awesome. Yeah. Oh well, I can always wish for a comeback. Yeah. Nah, nah. This I, just I, got I, really disturbing. I want to. I want to wish her. I, I want to wish her a good life, so don't <laughs> make her come back. You want to wish her a Merry Christmas? Yeah, yeah. wish her a Merry Christmas. Getting back to Jose Luis Felicia. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> don't get back in the business, Serenita. You're probably happier out oh, of she's it. she's probably really old now. <laughs> Not that old. Yeah, 76 was her debut. She's gotta I be guess like, she is. She's got to be like 50. Yeah. Those old-timers, 50-year-old, man. Jeez. Yeah. Cougars. God bless them. <laughs> they rock. They rock. Okay. <laughs> okay, so now we're, we're oh, going to... Well, well, that match was really good. I Famous B versus B-Boy. Yes. Really good match. I liked it. Now, I dig Famous B because he does some beautiful moves, but it's not like he's just giving you a high spot they fest. Could have, they could have tanked it, too. I mean, it was an empty show. There was only like 20, 30 This was people. a tiny American Legion yeah. stadium. It was actually a... Stadium. <laughs> stadium. There's a good hall. way to put it. It's a hall. hall. A post. I stand corrected. Yeah, come on. No, but it's a cute little place with some fun atmosphere. Yeah, it's an American Legion hall that at the most sits like, I don't know, at the most not even 100 people. Probably that. Probably. At the most 100. At the most. But cute. They have uh, they have photos of every president of that little hall in New Hall, California, a little town. Uh, they have photos of every president from 1934. And uh, actually, a nice bunch of you know people who hang out at the hall there. Very nice folks. And uh, yeah, I, I don't think you can turn much of a dollar promoting a wrestling show there. Yeah. But for people like us who are not putting any money into the show, we it's a have, it's a fun place we to. Have to say that. Oh, you mean as a promoter? Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say as okay, a promoter. Yeah. No, Just it's don't mention a- anything about going in for free. <laughs> No, it's a great place to see a wrestling show. I would I advise... That. I should be free out, like, in the, every show. <laughs> free. Beep. <laughs> free on YouTube. Beep. There you go. You can play with oh, the editing I'm, skills. I mean, and the funny thing was, like, we were, while we were watching the match, there was a little baby in the ringside. Mm-hmm. And the little baby, the entire match, actually watched it. 
<laughs> you, didn't, you didn't catch the baby? No, I didn't. No, I remember. No, I remember the baby. baby looking at that one chick in the. Oh, the the, the, the girl, girl who takes the the ring jackets. Yeah, the ring jacket. She was actually quite over with the crowd. Yeah. Yes. Uh, no, famous B. I would say is one of my favorite indie guys in Southern California right now. Yeah. Talking about indie shows, um, Lucha Libre USA Mass Wars just got canceled by MTV again. <laughs> oh dear, they're. This is probably what was for your good. Fa- what was your favorite moment of Lucha Libre USA Mass Warriors? Uh, the one I saw, which was none of them. <laughs> you didn't watch it. Apology, I apologies to uh, the good folks there because I should have given it a shot. It was at 7 in the morning, I mean. Just remembering to Tebow it. Now, and also let me ask, was it on MTV or like MTV? MTV 2. See, I don't get MTV yeah, 2. Yeah, you do. No, I don't. Yeah, you probably do. I don't think I Everybody do. Everybody gets MTV 2. Really? I think so. Dear. Okay, guilty. Are you sure you don't? You have basic package, the basic yes. cable package? Oh, okay, maybe you don't. <laughs> I'm sorry I was being... I'm sorry I was mean to you. I was innocent this time. Yeah, my apologies. Well, you know, first of all, I was on at 7. Mm-hmm. Second, I think they took way too much time off to bring it back. Mm-hmm. So it really was... It wasn't gonna, you know. And, and TV more than ever seems like a complicated thing one to acquire and to keep because as we've talked with the guys who are doing the NWA TV on uh, KDOC in Southern California, it took them a long time to get that deal. And did I never talked to them? Yes, I, I did. You did? Who did you talk to? <laughs> to uh, to a, a David, what's his face? Oh God, that's wonderful. Yeah, you know David Marquez. <laughs> David, at least he's not listening to this David podcast. Marquez, and he probably is listening. Just Apologies. he he would never listen. But since I since I called him David, what's his face? Yeah, no. no, no, no. Seriously, I mean it. It's one. It's hard to get a TV deal. Yeah, and then it's hard to keep it. And, when did you talk to him? Well, this is when they first acquired the deal. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. No, they no they they. I try- Basically, I think people should know that I try not to talk to anybody in wrestling. <laughs> You're probably wise. People talk to me, but I try not to like. No, no, I, but they worked hard to get that deal, and you know, then just keeping your time slot. And, and this isn't even a really strong station. And the same thing with MTV. I mean, I don't think you're you're going to get many shows that are going to. See, but the LATV, I mean, the, the, the NWA show at least is on at certain times. Yes. And then they have it online. They actually go out of the way to post it. Mm-hmm. And there was a period where MTV wasn't even posting, like, the video on time mm-hmm. online, even on YouTube or anything. So, I mean, it kind of made it hard for everybody yeah. else to watch it. Well, it's, and it's hard to be visible in this day and age yeah. on that kind of a level. Yeah. Uh, you know... You know, and power. You know, power to them. NWA TV getting on TV, and it's been on for a good year at least now, hasn't it? Yeah. I mean, should I ask you what your favorite moments were? No. <laughs> no, you shouldn't because I haven't watched too much of it. Yeah. I'll be the first to confess. And no, no, this is not. Letters can be sent to Liger at, at AOL dot com. <laughs> yes. No, this is not a knock knock on the show. It's just getting any kind of TV and trying to maintain it. Is is work? Yeah, unless yeah. you're CMLL and can get like every single channel. Yeah, that's a that's a whole other story. If you're a top dog like that, but if you're well, if you're yeah, like, I think with CMLL, what it is is CMLL fits what everybody thinks Lucha Libre is. Mm-hmm. So that's what they want. Yes, and it's hard. The problem is it's hard to get to. The, like people outside of Mexico want to get their show on their mm-hmm. channels, 
but it's hard if you can't go there directly and deal with right. them. So they'll start asking other, because I, I know because I get email from TV networks mm-hmm. for that stuff. And it's like, I don't, I can't get a hold of them. I mean, the, the closest you could get a hold of them is maybe emailing um, their webmaster. Mm-hmm. And he might send you a reply back. Right. Might. And that's basically it. But you're not gonna like. Yeah. You're not gonna get Paco alone. So like, directly. <laughs> I mean, he's not on YouTube. He's not on Twitter and yeah, Facebook. Not that I know. Of. Yeah. But um, I mean, in CMLL, if they lost every other uh, TV outlet, they have Galavision right now. They don't. <laughs> what? They don't have Galavision right now. Pan Am Games. Oh, I mean, yeah. on a permanent yeah. level. Well, Fredo is totally messing with my head today. Well, I'm not. I'm oh, honest. he's totally messing I'm with not. my head. You know why he? You know? Do you know what, ladies and gentlemen, why Fredo messes with my head? He does it because it's easy. Because there's multiple personalities too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know. You know the 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 Lucha Libre USA mass wars thing. I think it could have worked mm-hmm. if it would have had the AAA with them, mm-hmm. the backing of AAA. But when that fell apart, I think that kind of. What was your impression of the shows? You know, they were actually not that bad. Mm-hmm. They weren't that bad. I think I think the problem is that there's only a limited amount of guys that you could get. Yes. If you're going to go... If you're not going to get Santo or Paraguayo or guys like that, there's a limited amount of guys, especially if you're not like somebody who's really good at... You have to have a scout. Somebody can scout talent. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they didn't really do that. I think they got, they got, they got guys from the U.S., and that's the other thing. They got guys who were actually going to show up. Right. <laughs> so even if you can scout, even if you could scout talent, you're not going to get those guys automatically. Because then there's all the visa issues and all that stuff. And that I'm guessing most of those guys had visas and all, all that stuff already. Now, say you were you were somebody who had a mild interest in wrestling, lucha libre, and you turned on the show. Do you think it's the type of show that would have held you, your interest? I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I thought it was good. I enjoyed it because it's wrestling. But it wasn't Lucha Libre. Right. Gotcha. It, it came out. It was more Triple Eight Lucha Libre. Like that mm-hmm. style. It wasn't like. And then like it was really like. I don't know. Like some of the stuff I really didn't like. The minis were great. Mm-hmm. That storyline. They had that storyline where uh, Pequeño Halloween drugged um, Rebecca Reyes. I can't remember what her name was. On <laughs> no, I did not hear of this. Yeah. And, uh, That's clever. You didn't hear No, I did not. You're not Lucha World. Mm-hmm. And um, he drugs her and marries her. Kind of like Triple H and Stephanie. <laughs> yes, he marries her, and then when she wakes oh. up, she wakes up and she's got a she's got the pumpkin face. <laughs> now that rules! Oh my god, that yeah. rules! And he's very abusive. He wants her to stay at home, cook, cook and clean, cook pumpkin soup. Yeah, and clean. That was <laughs> all he wanted. Wow! So that was actually a really good. Um, that was a good storyline. The the minis were really good. They actually had really good wrestlers. There was actually you know Tim mm-hmm. Hamlet Jr. You hold these, Mark. Right. They're not going to draw a lot of people. No, no. You know the guy that they really, when they lost TJ Perkins, that kind of, they lost that. Who is or an Sadist, excellent, an Sadist, excellent wrestler. And he was Sadistico, where that was really his best character. Was it really? That was his best character. And we actually, well, that year we saw him in three, do three gimmicks. Yeah, remember that? We saw, three, we saw him do three gimmicks, and he was really good at that one. He's an amazing performer, yeah. really. I, he, he's one guy I could see going places. Of he's his. in Ring of Honor now. He signed with Ring of Honor. He did Honor. sign with yeah. Ring of Honor? Yeah. Well, I hope they give him a push because he is what, good. I don't know what that means. <laughs> How much it, they pay him. Well, and the other thing is... I, is, always, I always crack up because people say, I, I have a Ring of Honor contract. <laughs> and then like you find out guys can make more money just like being independents. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's actually the same. It's like, well, great. 
And when you get signed with Ring of Honor, is it like being signed with WWE where they don't use you, or they definitely they will definitely use you? Use you but mm-hmm. I mean, because they're not going to sign a bunch of guys, right? But I mean, they also won't let you work. There's there's like certain indies you, you can't work for iPay per views. Mm-hmm. You can't work for people who have like commercial DVDs or TV. Mm-hmm. So basically, you have to only work indie show. And I mean, if you can't really use that guy for that stuff, what's the point of using him? Right. I mean, because you're not; those guys can't draw like more people into your show. Mm-hmm. We've already seen that. Well, and I'm with you on your comment about when you see something billed as lucha libre, and you're, you know, you you don't have the whole aura of lucha libre. Well, see, it's like what Kevin Kleinrock said: it's Gringo lucha libre. Yeah, and it's more of a hybrid. And that I, I yeah, I'm not into the hybrid really. But then again, that's me. But know? I think that's really all they could do. I mean, mm-hmm. not, they're not going to come. They're, they're, most people don't have like a history of what lucha libre was. Like people yes. don't know that you could do like a like a trio of Los Infernales because mm-hmm. that would have been more over like an, an old school looking guy. Like you don't really need a mask, just like some dude with a comb over. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm talking about? Like that's what those that's what lucha was. Like guys had really. Mexicans have really weird hair and stuff, you know, like greasy hair and stuff. Well, in, in fact, <laughs> that I'm being racist now. <laughs> <laughs> I could do that. I'm Mexican. Yeah, so so I'll I'll do all the uh, all the gringos. I'll do all the gringo yeah. stereotypes. Yeah. The 70, 70s seventies porn mustaches, yeah. the eighties mullets. See, that would have been great. Like guys like yeah. That. See, Joey Ryan does a gimmick like that. Like he's done that. Yes. Well, yeah, yeah. and again, that's how my gimmick, Lucky Pierre, was born, is because I was booked to be a luchador on a gringo show because yeah. he said we wanted one lucha libre mask as the promoter put it and so i brought frankie d along and we we're gonna do a lucha style mask and as we're getting ready the uh, you know promoter is saying wait a minute you guys aren't wearing masks <laughs> and we're saying yeah we do lucha style and he goes well, but Lucha Libre style means masks. And most of the guys back then didn't really have No, no. It, Ray Mendoza, Corey Guerrero. Oh, yeah. The, the, Carbonario uh, Galindo. Yeah, some of the most classic luchadores they were, did they not were wear masks. masks. And so, basically... Black Shadow wrestled a lot. Yes. And let's just name names. Let's name names. <laughs> Rene Guajardo, <laughs> Carla Flagarde. Did I ever play you that Howard Stern clip? Where, uh, oh, well, well first, first, first let me fall, finish my story. Yeah. So... I basically grabbed one of my masks from my bag that I use for the Incredibly Strange Wrestling shows, and uh, I think it was Dan Farron, Larry Doyle, and Danny Wolf all said, call yourself Lucky Pierre. And it, it was just, so you didn't come up with the name? It was Well, I thought of the name Lucky Pierre, but you before... You of it the wrong way. Well, the way... <laughs> no, I didn't yeah. know what Lucky Pierre meant back then. Yeah. We used to, uh, from Something Weird Video, the video company... We had a video of trailers for these really just terrible old movies, and there's a movie called The Lucky, The Adventures of Lucky yeah. Pierre, and so we did it just as a joke, and it stuck. So you all got all everybody who suggested it was based off that movie. Nobody had yes. that dirty mind. No, no, the, the dirty mind of uh, being the man in the middle of a bisexual yeah. sandwich yeah. was not the idea. Yeah. We didn't even know what meant that at the time because I didn't know that till I looked it up. And I was like, holy, because <laughs> he didn't tell me. I, I, I and then Frankie D just we just. Uh, 
took the mask for the character called Yom Ripper, the Hasidic assassin, and we called him the Tel Aviv Terror. But it was all just to appease this guy who thought Lucha Libre was – it didn't matter what the wrestling style yeah. was. You just put a mask on your head. You probably needed like a facial hair or something. Something like that. Yeah. And then uh, – okay, so you were talking about Howard Stern? Oh, well, he does a – there's this – you know those guys that call in crank calls? Yes. Crank calls um, Richard and – I can remember the style. Richard and Sal, they crank call a uh, wrestling podcast. No way. Wrestling, like, internet. Wrestling internet radio shows, apparently. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's basically, like, the podcast. And there's this one guy talking about WrestleMania. And one, uh, Richard calls in, and he's like, yeah, it's not like it used to be. And he just starts naming, like, Cheap Her- the Bushwhackers, Haas Funk, Terry Funk, Terry <laughs> Funk. It just doesn't stop. Flash funk. <laughs> it's just naming. I was like, I'll play for you before you leave. And, uh, I'll put it. I'll put it on the podcast at the end. Oh, that'll be and, great. Um, and it's 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 just this funny like thing. They get really graphic at the end, but it's really funny at the the very beginning. And I thought we should just do that about Lucha. Like, just do a show where like, yeah, let's talk about <laughs> Carla Flaguarde, yeah. Valente Fernandez, <laughs> Santo, Blue Demon, <laughs> El Santo y Cavernario, Blue <laughs> Demon, Yell Bulldog. What else? Oh, we got to talk about the IWL show that we had. They they ran a tour with um, Davey Richards, Necro Butcher. I think that was pretty. They they drew like I don't, um, they drew like eight hundred fans. In total, to like five shows. <laughs> and how many wrestlers did they use? Well, that wasn't it. That wasn't it yet. Mm-hmm. The very last, like, I think the show from like last week, they had like a show where it was um, main evented by the Doink and. No, actually, it was the. The Fuerce. This, this, um, like, Giant Warrior, those type of guys. Mm-hmm. Yes. Madman Pondo, those guys. And they had 61 wrestlers. Wow. On the card. 13 matches, 61 wrestlers, five more wrestlers did run ins. <laughs> a total of 66 wrestlers I would love to see the pay sheet on that Yeah Oh, how much money I get scared when I think of how much money people put into Plus, wrestling shows yeah. Well, that's the only thing They probably I mean, I assume they paid They definitely paid the Americans, I'm assuming Because those guys have been going a lot Yeah You know, back in the day Like, meaning the 90s <laughs> I had a number of friends who t- took baths on promoting wrestling shows yeah. But it is nothing compared to the baths promoters take now when they – I mean, I'm not going to name any names, but I hear people just putting just obscene amounts into, into money. And when you look at the lineup of the show, you look at the size of the building, how many people it could draw, if it draws. Yeah. I I would like to just get inside their mind just for a few minutes to see what are they thinking, what – they're getting ahead of themselves. Yeah, I mean, it's not... And there's not a lot of money you can make nowadays with the other stuff that you could do. And they're not even doing, like, stuff like DVDs and stuff like that. And DVDs like a dead business. It's kind of exactly. a slow, slowly dying business. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, and it wasn't even that big with independent wrestling. Well, exactly. And, and even if you're trying to make money on DVDs, people can just stream them or copy yeah. them or it... I mean, you have yeah, to those figure... Pirates. I mean, I can't believe all those piracy online. I know that's obscene. Yeah. It's that? wrong. It's just wrong, <laughs> wrong, ladies and gentlemen. Very wrong. Do not post stuff online for yes. free. We oppose it. We oppose it. <laughs> when I, I mean, you could do a wrestling show. You don't have to have dozens of wrestlers on a wrestling show. I know people think you have to do that. Well, see, the thing is, like, they had sixty-one wrestlers, and mm-hmm. I think I could have written like you could have split that into just seven matches. Mm-hmm. 
and half of those wrestlers, like 24, 25, and you would have had a good show. Yeah. You don't you had you, Psycho Circus in the main event. You don't have to bring out the whole brigades. I, I, I really doubt when people who are going to, especially if it's, you know, say it's an indie show in a suburb somewhere, as is often yeah. done, I don't think somebody's going to pick up the flyer and saying, Hey, there's only 20 wrestlers on this show. I'm not paying my $6 unless there's 50 wrestlers on this show. <laughs> oh, there was another show on DTU. Mm-hmm. The show I was telling you that has Nicho versus Negro Navarro. Yes. Um, that show, at the very beginning, they have Nicho and Negro Navarro do their confrontation, do all the stuff. And then they decide to do a group photo. All these wrestlers come in, and it's like 50 wrestlers in the ring taking a picture. Wow, because they do. They have so many. They have so many guys booked on a show. It, I mean, I'm guessing most. Some of them just go for the experience. Mm-hmm. But even then, I mean, it's... if I had money to burn, I would promote a show. Use only fourteen wrestlers. I think you two could do referees. That. I I agree. I think you could too. The and referees. I, there's another one. Like referees. Have you noticed how many shows we've got? We've today seen? <laughs> referees breed like rabbits. Shows we've seen where it's like five or six referees, and it's like, shit, why do you need five or six referees? I mean... It's like they breed like bunnies. You just need one or two. I remember like 20 years ago, sometimes they would look for a referee. Do we have a referee for the show? Nowadays, it's like there's so many of them. It's it's great. (laughs) The funniest referee moment I ever saw was when uh, Sergio Garcia Platino was promoting Compton. Uh, He would double as the promoter and the referee. (laughs) And I kid you not, there was a tag match. Uh, In the heat of the tag match, as he's refereeing, he noticed somebody walks in the front door without paying. He left the ring, went over to collect the guy's money while the wrestlers are still wrestling. (laughs) And then he took their money, got back, and then continued to referee. That's that's what you got to do. Hey, if you're going to make money, you got to do more than one job. Yeah, that would actually make a good angle. uh, Have the referee who's uh, very cheap and has to go collect money from people. Uh, That would work. But yeah, no, I I do think if you if you you know just publicize it enough, you know, I, I think you could draw a crowd with a minimal of uh, wrestlers. Yeah, did your Tinebla seniors doing his retirement tour again? Yes, I did, and I didn't <laughs> even know he was still yeah. getting in there. That's... Hijo at Santos doing a show also todo por todo. Mm-hmm. They had Mano Negra retire at a CMLL show, mm-hmm. and now he's coming back for that show. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one week later he gets booked. <laughs> he's actually not. Like, I saw him wrestle, like, about a year ago or two years ago. He Mm -hmm. actually isn't that bad. He still can go. That's cool. He's actually not that bad. He's not... I can't remember. I read his age somewhere recently. He's not as old as I thought he was. He's probably, like, 50. I... How funny. I thought he was... 48, (laughs) 49. Wow. Old-timers like those guys in 48, 49. Yeah, that's old, 49. (laughs) (laughs) I turn 50 in March, if you're oh, wondering no. why I roll my eyes like that. Yeah. I just laugh when we do that. Like, we're just like, <laughs> like that. Well, I guess the last thing we should touch on is... Uh, oh, yeah. Somebody wants to know why Blue Panther and Viana 3 aren't in the Hall of Fame. And why, why do they not get more support? And you know what? I do not have an answer for that. Why not? You're a voter. I am a voter, and I voted for I both of them. I figured since you're a voter, you would know. I'm... Well, you know what? I, I guess I'm not that shocked. I'd it, say it's racism. That's right. <laughs> People hate luchadores. People hate luchadores. My my biggest frustration of those two is Viano Tercero. Yeah, I think that guy is because well, he headlined a lot of a lot more than Blue Panther. Yes, and I mean, r- huge draw. And like I said, 
before in you know back in the, the 80s the only wrestler i remember getting such easy reaction from the crowd you know that got more reaction than him was Pero Aguayo. Aguayo walked out, it was automatic, automatic. people went nuts. But Viana wasn't far behind, and he was a draw. He was part of uh, the Vianos versus Brasos match, which was one of the biggest mask-versus-mask matches in history. Do you you think it's going to get to the point where you and Dr. Lucha are going to just have to write every bio about every luchador to get him in? (laughs) Doesn't it kind of feel like that? Um, I don't know. It kind of seems like yeah. Because now even you have like the British announcer like Kent Walton. Kent I'm Walton. very glad he got in because he. I voted for him. I wouldn't have voted. I yeah. I would have voted for all Mexicans. <laughs> I vote for most of Mexicans. Mexican. No, the cool thing. I would have. I would have emailed Brian Alvarez and told him you're voting for all Mexicans. That's <laughs> right, Mr. Alvarez. Alvarez, and then you I are voting. Finished with Arriba la Raza. <laughs> <laughs> um, well. Well, Kent Walton, the cool thing about non-performers... Yes, like I Kent would have Walton, voted for him, too. Yes. The cool thing is you can vote for as many non-performers as you want. And I don't have a vote. I just want to mention That's right. I still don't have a vote. You actually are somebody who should have a vote, I, in my opinion. But, yeah, I wasn't... I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying you should suggest I vote, because I probably wouldn't vote anyways. <laughs> yes, you would, because I, I would, would bug you about it. I would forget. It. When is this? Well, you know what? I know enough people where they would actually like talk about it and remind mm-hmm. me. Yes, because <laughs> they would. Bring and it. I would not let you forget yeah, it yeah. if you didn't vote. I would. I would tease you forever about it. Yeah, that's true. I would give you a hard time. Um, so Ken Walton, get, getting back to Kent Walton. Ken Walton. I mean, he was the voice. You know, if, if all the other people like you know Dick Lane are going to be in there, but see, like Morales didn't get in, and that's where which that's frustrates where, me. That's where I don't get like Kent Walton. I'm the, I'm guessing. The, Dave must have added a bunch of British people to to vote. Oh, there's more English. Yeah. English it's probably not even British. English, British. What's the, yeah? Well, and since the voters European. are European, since the voters are anonymous, we don't know how many people are on there that are familiar. I actually know. I've been doing some research. I will have every single name of every observer voter. Seriously? Available soon. Well, you because a lot of people. No, I have. I, I'm. That's thinking, awesome. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, that's cool. But I'm no, kidding. no, no. There's people like me. Who, I am going to out everybody. There's people like me who come out and say I am a no, voter. No, you know what it is. There's a lot of people like now with podcasts and with mm-hmm. blogs. There's a lot more people who are saying that they're voters. Like yes, you've mentioned it. Um, Chris Zellner's mentioned it. Um, the guys on Observer have mentioned it. There's a lot more people that are out there that have said that they're voters. So I mean, you kind of if if you listen to the people when they talk about, it, you can kind of tell who they're voting for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I'm not totally shocked that. Uh, actually, I'm not shocked at all that Viano didn't get in. I really didn't I think shocked. he would. But, I know. But I'm bummed. You're not shocked because you already know how it works. Like, Yeah, I you mean... You know, it's all Dave Meltzer's... Well, what I do uh, like is the majority of the Luchadores numbers were rising as compared to last active year. Wrestlers. Did you notice with active wrestlers? Active wrestlers, yeah. Atlantis was like the second or third guy. Yeah, that's true. Active wrestlers. That's true. The most embarrassing voting was by the reporters and the historians. Such a dis- disturbing trend between those. No, like, I've read know, it, but I've. T- I really t- like to know who those people are. They disgust me. Yeah, I disgust me. <laughs> where, I where, totally where do you where disgust do you me? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the, I, I mean, it's it's always going to be something that's based on opinion, anyway. Yes, yes. Like, like we were saying, like Dave, I think most of you guys, he gives you more or less what what you should vote on, like the category, what you know, his mm-hmm. his. 
his, yeah. his, you, his you, opinion. But then you guys go with what you're thinking. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I actually, when people do, like, podcasts and stuff talking about who they would put in, I usually just blank, you know. Yeah, yeah. I pretend I don't even listen to them. I really try to just go with my own gut. Yeah. Well, one thing you did point is there was kind of the Bill Miller syndrome where – if you do a bio of somebody like Bill Miller in The Observer, that is going to give people... Martin Carr de Guion, <laughs> yes. Well, and, that, and that's a whole different subject there. He was yeah. he was enlisted as an overlooked historical figure, similar yeah, yeah. to Vladek Zabisco. But I do think if you do a bio, that it is going to give people a better uh, historical understanding of it. And I, I don't see anything wrong with that, How actually. How truth do you have to put in the bio? <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying because I could write Atlantis's bio, and he did swim with dolphins. Uh, that should get him. He'd get my vote right there just because yeah. he swam with so, dolphins. It's, you know, there's proof. There's video proof. Well, that's why I should never He's be. He's done a, it actually twice, <laughs> three well, times. Actually. Well, and that's why I would be a terrible judge at mixed martial arts because I will always take a point off Alan Belcher's matches for that terrible tattoo he has of Johnny Cash on his left oh, arm. Geez. The tattoo that looks more like Napoleon Dynamite's grandmother. <laughs> so I would always take a point. I don't care what happens in the That's octagon. So yeah. Um, but no, I, the, the only thing I would say to that is if you're using bios, I think it should be spread across the board. You should have bios of Bill Miller, but you should also have some of Viano, of Jackie Polo, Big Daddy. Yeah. It should be spread across the what different think, cultural lines. I kind of think um, one of the things I think the observer should add to their website mm-hmm. not to nitpick they should add a section where they just have the bios that would be great actually you know like just put a list of the bios they can make it for the members only I mean, that would be online. awesome actually i would love that because yeah, if you're you're looking through the newsletters you're never gonna find it you're never gonna find it you're, yeah it's, i it's, you have to know the date and everything or like read the title and it's gonna just take forever yeah because i read most of the observers through the hard copy yeah. through the mail i somehow have I don't have enough patience to read it thoroughly on my computer, mm-hmm. and therefore uh, I missed the Vladek Zabisco biography. I know you can't find it. <laughs> yeah, I can <laughs> probably find, find it, it but there. I have to look. But I have to look for it. You know what I mean? It'd be great if there was a list of bios you could just pull down. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. That yeah, because I wasn't taking the hard copy at the that's time. That's why I said they yeah. should have hired the Cubs fan, and they don't listen. Yep, yep. But yeah, well, you know, maybe that's something that would be a good thing to pitch to people like uh, Cubs fan Chris Zellner. Uh, Alfredo Esparza. I don't know. More I don't bios. Have, more. I don't have to write. But you could write bios of the luchadores. Seriously, I, I, I think I'm it would be awesome. Bios. Good. I'm writing mini bios on my site, especially the historical figures. Oh, not this. Story. Oh, come on. That's that's um Dr. Lucha's. I don't want to take Dr. Lucha's job. Okay, you don't want to steal his thunder. Yeah, it's his job. <laughs> he likes doing that, <laughs> and he does a great job of that too. As has Jose Fernandez. Poor, poor Dr. Lucha always has to be told to cut down his his um, articles all the time <laughs> <laughs> too many words per- <laughs> too many words but you know what it is well being a wordsworth fan of poetry uh, i always dug the wordiness of people it, it's hard to write shorter um stories than it is to write something really long oh it is it is so. oh i remember m- my father nuclear physicist talked about how much harder it is to explain a concept in a short amount of time because he had a friend who was giving some p- complex lecture on nuclear magnetic physics and the guy who uh who uh lobbied to get him to make his presentation said well how long do you need and he says well that depends if it's a 10 minute lecture 
give me about a, uh, two weeks to prepare it. If it's a 30-minute lecture, give me about a week. If it's a 45-minute <laughs> lecture, five days. And then he said, but if, if uh, I have as much time as you want, uh, I can start right now. So, you know, to, to get something over in the late, least amount of words takes more work than people oh, yeah, think. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to yeah. figure out what to put in, what to leave out. That's why it's great to have your own blog. Exactly. No word limit. No, no word time limit. Although, limit. Although, although sometimes you write it and you kind of regret wasting all that time. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so with Blue Panther Viano 3, I think it's just more of a, I mean, yeah. it's more of a pe- people have to know a little more. It's, I mean, I don't know. It really, it, really, it really comes down to who's voting exactly. Yes. And how Dave me- adds up the numbers and stuff. Mm-hmm. I would assume. Well, I think, yeah. I think he adds up the numbers I think Dave correctly. Should be, Dave should be adding Blue Panther automatically. Because he was a Blue Panther fan. <laughs> That's right. Remember, he was. Yep, he was. This is true. Yeah. Well, we covered quite a bit. Yeah. Despite, uh, despite screwing up. Yeah, despite screwing up the first one. So we want to thank you, cats, for listening. We are going to be doing another edition of Lucha World very soon. And this Thursday night, we'll we'll be doing another edition of Slam and Stan. And I think we should return uh, the trivia contest to Slam and Stan this this Thursday. (laughs) It would be bitchin'. I think it would be so cool. We'll think about it. Yeah. So until the next podcast, thank you, cats, for listening. This bit that Sal and Richard put together, I thought it was pretty good. They called the wrestling show. I didn't even know all these shows exist on the yeah, internet. Yeah, you said this is an internet show. Yeah, internet radio. The only thing that really saved WrestleMania from being a total disaster was The Undertaker and Shawn Michaels. you got to be serious, you know. Let's be a little more serious about this matter. WrestleMania looked, looked about as disappointing in all possible ways as much as Starcade 97 looked very disappointing. Oh, got two callers. Both of them are in the 646. How you doing? Hello. Hey, can you, you hear me? Doing? Yeah, am I on? Am I on? Yeah, you're on. Oh, yeah. hey, how you guys doing today? Good. How are you? Doing good over here. Talk about WrestleMania. I really miss the good old days, you know, when it's like Adrian Adonis. I miss Lou Albano and yeah, Andre Lou, the Giant and Bob Backlund and... Blue Meanie and you know Berserker. Blue was a really big Bam Bam Bigelow and <laughs> Junkyard Dog and I miss Conquistador and I miss uh, Spike Dudley. I miss Dory Funk and Flash Funk and Haas Funk and Terry Funk. Okay, and, I know. Okay, I know. I know how much you miss there. I just muted you here, you know, and uh, you're telling me what you miss and everything, you know. What was uh? What was your, as I bring you back on the air, I got to ask you, what's your uh, general general feeling on uh, WrestleMania? Because uh, that's what this is about. <laughs> it was about the wrestling back then when it was Hillbilly Jim and Kabuki and Jerry the King Lawler and <laughs> and when it was Mantar and Manu. Oh okay, uh, I do apologize there. He, uh, you know, he's just uh, going off names there, and uh, I wasn't going to take that much longer. But uh, this guy brought up Hillbilly Jim, you know. Hello, caller, you're on the air. Okay, yeah. hey, you guys are talking about Hillbilly Jim.
Yeah. Yeah, he was he was a wonderful he was one of my favorite wrestlers. I remember one time I was in Mobile, Alabama and I saw a Hillbilly Jim uh wrestle that night. And the great thing about him is that he was a man of the people. We went to a bar afterwards and he was drinking beer with us and you know yeah. we went into the bathroom and I sucked his cock. It was huge. He, the guy was just a real good sport at all that shit. I loved him. Big Becker too, man. He's oh, yeah, yeah. like a wild animal. <laughs> okay, good enough for you. Uh, good enough for you. You know, if you're gonna if you're gonna call up and do crank calls. You don't need to be here. You know, this right. is about WrestleMania. This is not about uh, the things you want to do, buddy. <laughs> Caller six four six. I'm gonna let you back on, but uh, you don't need to be uh, uh, strolling with names. I forgot to mention yeah. Lanny Poffo, <laughs> leaping Lanny Poffo, and oh, one yeah. man. Oh, man. <laughs> okay, good enough for me. You're going to stay on mute for the rest of the show. You know, honestly, if I, if I have to, you know, just uh, take this number, you know, and uh, and uh, present it to uh, one, of, one of the officials, then that's what I'm going to do. Okay, uh, you're on the air. You're on the air. Is this Sammy Ressler? It's me, man. Thanks for picking up the call. I'm sorry about all those yeah, idiotic, no stupid uh, calls before, man. Excuse <laughs> me. Uh, back in 79, I gave Chief J. Strongwall a head job. While Ronald McDaniels was sucking my cock. Uh, oh, whatever you say, buddy. That's the last call, too. As a matter of fact, I'm going to uh, I'm let it be known that you're under the name Sammy Wrestler, and I'm going to just basically uh, basically ask that you be taken care of. As a matter of fact, I'm going to go one step better, and I'm just going to throw the ban on you. You are actually, uh, I'm banning you for a month until you decide to show a better attitude. And most of all, I'm hanging up on you, too. Now, you'll get to be here for any of my shows, buddy. That's just rude. You know, plain rude. Right. <laughs> I'm banning you till you show a better attitude. Uh, there's no better attitude coming out of those two. Anyway, I thought that was kind of fun, the wrestling show.